Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Mediumship Matters, episode four with me, Hannah McIntyre. Um, Hi, I'm back again. I've still got more to say, apparently. Who knew? It apparently never ends. Um, But I'm so glad that you're all enjoying these. And, you know, the feedback just makes me so happy. So today I'm going to talk about a variety of different things that I want to talk about but also I've got a um, another email that's come in from Katrina that I wanted to talk to you all a little bit about as well. So Katrina um, is enjoying the podcast which is great but she's explains to me I'm just going to read aloud some of her email to you so you can hear what she said. It's mostly loss and grief that have brought me to this point. I know my loved one's spirits live on, but it's the physical ache of not being able to see them and hear them, hug them when I'm sad, tell them my news and all of that. And also there is just that element of I wish I knew they could hear me when I talk to them. I know you're going to say they can, but it's frustrating when you hear nothing back. 
I wanted to ask you if you could do a podcast on connecting with loved ones in spirit without us having to go through a medium and how we can connect ourselves and converse with them and feel them around us. I would really be able to love to try that and see if it helps. Okay, Katrina, thank you also for uh, help with the pronunciation of your name because you know I would have messed it up. Um, I hear you. That's the first thing I want to say. I get it. You know, when my uh, nana moved into the spirit world a couple of summers ago, you know, somebody said to me, well, you can't be upset believing what you believe. And of course, I still was, because although I know that she's around me and I do feel her presence on quite a regular basis, um, she is no longer physically here. You're right. You can't hug her. You can't laugh with her when she makes a rude joke at the dinner table. You can't have those interactions which are so important. And so, yes, I completely understand. And I would never be, I hope I would never be so patronising as to say, you know, that grief or missing people is invalid because you can't, because you know that they're still around. Because you might know that, but it's not the same, is it? It's just not the same. So... I get it. Now, one of the things that's really difficult is I think that mediumship, connecting to spirit, everything like that is actually a natural state for us. It's just that in our evolution so far, we've been told that it's wrong. We've been told that it's bad. We have loads of self-doubt and anxiety and we're holding ourselves back. So as this as the human race is raising its consciousness over millennia, hopefully in time, it will become more of a natural state. But that doesn't help you today, does it, Katrina? (laughs) So I can't tell you that there's going to be some magical mystery way that you feel your loved ones with you and that's it and you know that they're there because there isn't. And even sometimes when I feel my nana with me, I then go, is that nana or is that my imagination? Did I just smell her? Did I not smell her? You know, is she present? Is she not present? Because I think that's the the way it is to be human. You know, before I started working professionally as a medium, when I was doing my training, I kept thinking that there was some sort of level you would reach that you would attain where you would know you were in the presence of spirit. And when you knew you were in the presence of spirit, then you'd be good to work. You'd achieve something. Maybe someone would give you a badge. A badge would be nice. And actually... um, I asked a teacher about that and they just said to me that the spirit are very, very subtle. They're not going to make you feel their presence really, really strongly all the time because we couldn't go around like that. I mean, the way that I view the spirit world is that they're not away unless they want to be. So, you know, your loved ones in spirit are with you, around you all the time. Apparently one of them is on a motorbike. And, uh, you know, they're with you and around you all the time and they are in your life all the time. They're stood beside you, they're around you, your guides are too. But actually, if you could feel them that strongly, it would be off-putting. It would prevent you from having your human experience. And of course, that's what we're here to have, isn't it? A human experience, not a spiritual experience, a human one. So... It is difficult, absolutely, but I do understand what you're saying. You know, you can't just speak to mediums all the time because there does reach a point as well where, you know, your loved ones 
I won't say stop coming because of course they'll come if you book a session with somebody but if the need isn't as great they're going to go to somebody where the need is greater so for example with me with my grandfather you know he came through to set me on this journey but he hasn't been through since he comes through to help my students on occasion but he doesn't come through uh, you know I've watched hundreds of mediums demonstrate and I never get a message and I sit in development groups and I never get a message. And I think that is, you know, because I don't need it. Because I know that they're around. I wish I could feel them more strongly. I hear what you're saying with that. But I do, you know, I don't need it in the same way that somebody that is completely feeling completely alone and completely lost needs it. So they're not going to prioritise me in a demonstration sitting. And so I always attend demonstrations wanting to see other people get messages. Yeah, sometimes I get a bit sulky. Sometimes I go, hmm, no message from me again. Um, I can't deny it. But equally, uh, I know in my heart of hearts that I don't I don't need it. It's not fulfilling a need for me. Um, so that's that. I hope that makes a bit of sense. Now, um, one of the things I'll say to you is I believe that everybody has the ability to connect to spirit, to feel the presence of spirit. And I believe it's like working a muscle you've never worked before. So um, just very similar, actually, to running. I took up running last February. I joined a little group in my village um, to do Couch to 5K, and I've carried on with it. But it's been really interesting to me, the similarities between running and spiritual development. Because running, you have to practice you have to do it regularly if you stop it takes you back and you have to start at a different point from where you left it um, running brings up loads of resistance I don't think I can do this I don't think it's right I don't think I'll make it up that hill I don't I haven't been running that long it's not possible for me my body's not built for running very much like the mediumship flip side which is I can't connect to spirit I've never seen spirit I'm not gifted I'm sure I'd know by now that they were with me if they were with me I'll never be able to feel spirit and all of that dialogue so it's about enduring it's about continuing to keep going and keep trying and understanding that it's not a switch that you flick on that is then you know it's then on and it's fine but it's actually about building an energy and a connection with the spirit world on a regular basis and there there are many different ways you can do that but the number one way the absolute number one way is sitting with spirit so sitting with spirit is literally sitting in a space and asking the spirit world to step forward and be with you and it's not about getting messages it's not about trying to feel them it's just about sitting and sometimes you will do that possibly for months like me months and months and months I felt nothing and you will think you're completely wasting your time and you just have to keep doing it keep trying it and then eventually you'll feel something and then you'll tell yourself you made that up <laughs> and you'll disempower yourself some more and so it continues but ultimately you know we all hold ourselves back thinking we need to be better brighter shinier more high vibrational to work with spirit but we don't we have our own spirit inside of us and the way I view it is you know the spirit world come in and 
they're higher vibration, higher frequency than us. And they change their vibration and we raise our vibration and together we blend. And in that togetherness and that blending is where you start to feel the presence of spirit. But one of the things within that I will say is that you it's very, very hard to get messages and evidence from people you know. So you can never replace a medium for that, but you can work on expanding that connection so that you build that muscle so that it's strong and you get used to blending with spirit and you get used to feeling spirit and it becomes a more pronounced, profound experience. But that could take you months, that could take you years. It took me forever. I thought I was a dud. (laughs) But I also think that that was an important part of my journey, that I now understand what it's like when people say to me, I can't do this, I can't do this. So there's lots of different ways you can connect to the spirit world, but actually, you know, the, the bones of it is sitting with the intention, sitting somewhere quietly where you won't be disturbed with the intention of the spirit world, of working with the spirit world, of being with the spirit world, not making demands, just being with them. And, you know, sometimes you'll be able to do that for five minutes, if you're lucky. And sometimes you'll be able to sit and 45 minutes will have gone by and you'll feel like you've been off somewhere, but you're not sure where and maybe you fell asleep, you're not sure anymore. And that's how it builds, just doing that on a regular, regular basis. And, you know, it's like anything, the more dedicated you are with that practice without forcing it, very much like running, if you try to run too fast, too far, too quickly, you'll hurt yourself. You won't hurt yourself with your mediumship, but you'll tire yourself out. It's about doing gradual small amounts regular practice blending with the spirit world and I hope that helps I mean in honesty it's just about feeling their love isn't it it's about feeling their presence and knowing that you're not on your own and nothing beats that it's you know I always think good mediums it's not so much about the evidence that they gave it's about the love that they share that you know being that conduit for your loved one's love to come through and be with you that's to me is really good mediumship Um, obviously you need evidence as well uh, but you know it's the balance between the two it's the showing you that they're still with you what they've seen how they believe in you and bringing that energy in so I hope that helps Katrina it you know it is a journey and it's one where you'll probably fight yourself all the time of whether you can do it or not and then whether it's happening quick enough for you or not um but there seems to be um, it's just one of the, the ways that it works and just yeah visualize it like stretching a mental muscle and keep going keep going keep going keep practicing and you might feel like a bit of a wally sometimes but it doesn't mean that they're not with you oh yeah okay so some things that i wanted to talk about um today is just a little bit a bit a little bit a bit about you know readings and what reading readings are and how I believe mediumship works so when you decide to book a reading with a medium there's lots of different readings and they're all called readings which makes it sometimes a little confusing so I just want to give you sort of an overview of 
you know, what you're getting and when you're getting it. So when somebody is working psychically, you see people called a psychic medium. What that means is they are reading energy. So they are reading your energy or they are reading the energy of your loved one in the spirit world. But it doesn't mean that they're blending in the same way. They're not combining forces and uh, a real soul-to-soul connection with that person in the spirit world. They are just feeling their energy, if that makes sense. So when you book a psychic reading, a psychic reading is about, you know, what they can see in your energy, confirmation. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I mean, psychic readings are fascinating. I've had my aura photographed a few times. It's mind-blowing the stuff that's in your aura. Um, you know, what colors are around you, what energies are around you, what you're seeing around you. You know, what that, that medium is seeing in your energy, what's leaving, what's coming in, opening you up to that potential. And then you have um, card readings. Now, card readings are really interesting because they are, they're a bit of a bridge. See, when I read cards, I blend with my team of spirit guides to get messages for people. Some people read cards and work psychically. They use the cards as a key to unlock what's in someone's energy. So um, they're two kind of different ways because sometimes it's about what's going on with you, what you're feeling, what your energy says, the story your energy is telling. And sometimes it's about what your guides and helpers want to advise you what they are telling you is available to you. Now, one of the things that I really want to address here is futures, future, telling the future. I don't believe that mediums can tell the future. And when I did a video about this on Facebook and Instagram, my God, did I press some buttons and I really didn't mean to. But I just think it's a really important thing to explain. So when you're working with a medium, you're working with somebody who's trying to see your energy to open you up to your potential of what's available to you. But they can't tell you exactly what's going to happen and when, because there's too much free will and choice. So all humans have free will and choice, all of them. And we decide what we want to do and when we want to do it. And the spirit world let us. They never, ever interfere with free will and choice. Never. So 
quite often you will find people come for a reading to me and they know what they need to do but they just need somebody else to tell them what they need to do because the spirit world of course are working with us all the time sending that energy and that information in so that you know you know what you need to do you're just kidding yourself and hoping somebody else will tell you and motivate you that's normally why people come for readings but there's a dangerous disempowerment that happens especially with people's love lives where people just want to be told that they're going to meet somebody and when you work with spirit and healing and reading cards when you're working with spirit guides the response to that is never you're going to meet a tall dark stranger in August and he's the one and you know what he's going to change everything for you he's going to fix all the hardships you've been through and he's going to make it all better and I wish that I could give some people that because some people that is so what they desperately want but my job here is to be the voice of truth as I see it the voice of truth as I hear it from spirit and in 99.9% of those people they need to work on themselves first to be able to be open to receiving the right partner, the right love, the right person for them. And this, you know, you'll probably hear me talk about this quite a lot on this podcast, but, you know, we do hold ourselves back terribly um, in a real disempowerment where we, it's like we're asking the spirit world to bring us stuff, but we're not doing any of the work ourselves. And so when you come for a card reading with a good medium, that good medium will not say to you, this is going to happen here, this is going to happen here, this is going to happen here. Because 90% of the time, it will only happen if you get off your bum and make it happen. If you do the work, if you change your energy, if you change your focus, if you believe that it's possible. So it's a really difficult thing because there's a lot of people out there working and, you know, they're feeding into that disempowerment because, again, you know, you can get a lot of clients that way. Um, but it's not the truth of how it works when you work with spirit. Spirit won't do it for you. They will guide you and open you up to your potential so that you do what you need to do. Um, and so that's, a, you know, always an interesting path to tread. Um, and just so you know, no spell will bring your ex back no spell because free will and choice is the overriding law of the universe and if your ex doesn't want to come back your ex doesn't want to come back and I'm so sorry that your heart is broken but casting a spell to force someone to come back is never going to be a good solution so you know we're always dealing with with that kind of thing and it it's really difficult because I understand that people are in need but I also understand that they need to empower themselves to make the changes to change their life, to change their energy. And that is so important. You know, a medium won't do it for you. And then you have a loved one in spirit connections, clairvoyant connections, where you're connecting to um, somebody's energy uh, in the spirit world and you bring through evidence of that person, stories, memories, feelings, emotions, character of that person. Now, these are... I had such a funny thing happen to me at Christmas this year because I had my first December of doing mediumship readings and I had loads of people book 
And I was really excited about it. But then it had a real impact on me because even though you're bringing through these loved ones in spirit to people, it doesn't change the fact that they're not present anymore. So it's a real bittersweet, painful experience, I think, having a reading if you're in real need. Um, Because it's comforting to know that your loved ones are with you but it doesn't change the fact that they're not with you at the same time. And so it's one of those things you have to be really ready for. It's not something that you should force. And that's why I don't really uh, like people buying readings for somebody else unless they've discussed it with them first, because you might think that it's going to help them to get to the stage that they need to in their healing to hear from that person. But actually, It does bring comfort. It does help you know that life is eternal, but it doesn't take away the fact that they're not here anymore. So you have to be really ready to receive a reading. And as I have plastered all over my website, you know, we can't guarantee who we can get in because the spirit world are very intelligent, very all-knowing, and they know the right person to bring through to you at this time and it may not be who you want to hear from and I have done many readings now at the beginning when I was you know first starting out you know such a people pleaser I want to give people what they want but you know you would get somebody's I had a reading for somebody once where I got through their school friend and gave it was really good evidence you know she died at this age she ended up in a wheelchair she had red hair she listened to wham but the sitter wasn't interested because they didn't want to hear from her. They wanted to hear from somebody else. And, you know, it's a big learning being a medium and having to learn that actually you have to trust the spirit world. And sometimes being that voice of truth for the spirit world means that you can't give people what they exactly want. So it's in, it's really interesting. I think it's an absolutely fascinating subject. Obviously, I'm lucky I get to do for my living what I would do in my spare time for fun. But it is a really, it, you know, it is a little bit of you. Mediumship is vulnerability. And every time you do it, you, you know, you want to do a good job. You want to do a good job for the spirit world and you want to do a good job for the person who's in need sat with you. So it's always a difficult path. And so, you know, the spirit world respond to need, absolutely, but maybe not in the way that you would expect. And one of the things that I always find really interesting is whether you're conscious of it or not, whether you mean to or not, you know, you've probably got a list of things that you would expect your loved ones in spirit to say if they came through a medium. And nine times out of 10, those things don't come through. And it's always very interesting. And it's because, you know, we are only able to share in a mediumship reading that which we're able to understand, comprehend, work with. You know, as a medium, you are constantly trying to expand your own limitations, expand your knowing, open up to new evidence. And so your loved ones know they've got a finite amount of time to come through and share things. And, you know, they know what's what's going to be the easiest stuff to get through that medium's mind. So I've got a list of things for my grandfather. Milky bar, orange jelly, Frank Sinatra, a brown coat he had with checks on, cups of tea with lots of sugar in. And 
I would expect any of those things to come up. Our whites lemonade, but they never do. I've had loads of great evidence that he's been there, uh, but not the things that I would write down in a list. So it's always very fascinating. And uh, one of the activities that I set for one of my groups the other day, it's quite an interesting thing to do. I made my children do it, my husband do it with me over Christmas, is if you ask your loved ones to write down a list of 10 things that they would say to a medium if they came through, and then write your own list about what you would expect them you know what you would say they're not they don't always line up and it's quite interesting and you know in my daughter's case it was fascinating because my husband and I had completely different lists and she had a completely different list so what she thinks identifies her is very different to what my husband thinks identifies her is very different to what I think identifies her you know and that's what the spirit world are dealing with here because everybody sees people differently everybody remembers things differently got the motorbikes out tonight don't know if you can hear that on the podcast or not so it's always really really fascinating fascinating the evidence they bring and the information they bring and it's always interesting being somebody sitting in an audience because you think well I could take that but I'd expect them to say this and I could take that but I'd expect them to say that and sometimes there's that little bit where you don't want to raise your hand you don't want to say uh, that it's with you in case you're wrong So we're all learning how to work with spirit, I think, all of us. And these are important conversations that we need to have because I know before I started working with spirit, I thought that it was very much like a conversation, that they could see and hear them like I can see and hear you. And it's not like that at all. And in fact, if you've watched Surviving Death on Netflix, you will know that the mediums on there refer to it as playing charades. And I think that's a great analogy for how it is. So I will go into a bit more detail about different types of readings, different types of energies, different frequencies over this course of this podcast. But I just wanted to give you a bit of an idea because I think sometimes people are really uncertain about what they want and what they need. So in a nutshell, if you're booking an oracle card reading, that's because you want guidance and advice. You want to know what you need to do, the decisions you need to make, um, you know, what what potential there is for you, what energy needs to shift. And, you know, again, expect work. The spirit world won't do it for you. You don't come for a card reading and they go, that's okay. You don't need to do anything. It's all sorted. Of course, they explain to you what you need to do. Whereas a loved one in spirit connection, a clairvoyant connection is about feeling that presence of that loved one, reliving those memories, just having a moment in time when you're connected with them and you can feel that love and excitement and joy of the spirit world. Very different energies for different things, but very, very important. You know, and I still go for card readings um, because, you know, you get in your own way, don't you? You can't help the fact that you're human. So, yeah, while I've talked for nearly 27 minutes, I feel like that's probably enough for you for one day. Um, I've got so much I want to say, but uh, I hope this makes sense. And of course, as always, please do drop me an email with any questions, anything that doesn't make sense. I'm happy to readdress things and try and say it a different way. Um, It's podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. That's podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. And I will catch up with you all again soon. Thanks. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.